0: Oh yeah, I like the sound of that, and I know that you're going to like the sound of it too. This is The Manny Wolf Show, where I pull no punches, I don't hold back in my conversations with some of the most interesting minds on the planet. So, put us in your ear, turn the volume up, and hang on for another episode. Looks like we're live. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us. Um, I have officially changed the name. And I'm looking down not because I don't care about you all, but because I have to do a little bit of tending, because I want this shared out, well, you know, everywhere, pretty much. Um, Speaking of that, uh, okay, so shared a group. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Jackie. I know this part is a little slow. And let's start a watch party. There we go. Okay, I think we're good. (laughs) Jackie Gold. Hi. Hi.
1: Hello, how are you?
0: (laughs) I'm good. I'm very, very good. And as I was saying, I've decided to change the name. Uh, Quarantine All Stars is kind of bumming me out a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Here, here.
1: Expectations, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Here in California, the governor is talking about plans to start to slowly reopen the state, and of course it immediately goes back to political business as usual. I mean, there wasn't even a 24-hour grace period. And I think that this actually segues into what you're here to talk about in a very obscure way, but in a way that's real. Um, It's very difficult for an educational system to thrive in such a highly politicized environment.
1: It's very, very difficult to, yeah. from the UK's point of view, mm-hmm. sitting in the middle of Europe, a lot of the European countries have decided to start sending <laughs> their, their young kids back to school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And parents are thinking, you know, are they guinea pigs? We don't know what's happening. Right. What that? What's happened in the UK is we've been extended by another three weeks. Mm-hmm. But the thoughts are again, it's down to politics. Yeah. Questions arising as to the real role of education in the economy. Yeah. Which has been brought out by this quarantine position.
0: Yeah.
1: You you see.
0: I do. Okay. Um. I think that there, there are a lot of ways to go here, but I want to kind of keep this as it, it would be easy for me to slip off into the politicized side of things. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about how much politics has been in the formal education system and the problems it creates with creating a a good place for kids to get education.
1: Right. It depends really. Mm -hmm. The system, the education system is too politicized. If anything, the strength of it depends on who's in power. Yeah. So I've been through many different versions of it in my life, but I won't tell you how many because it would reveal, (laughs) (laughs) but I can tell you in, a labor government, mm-hmm. which would be your version of
0: democratic, like liberal
1: Dem- democratic, maybe a little liberal. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: In those environments, you tend to find a lot of investment into education because the socialist yeah. idea is that the more you put in, the more you get out. Sure. Okay. But The problem that then arises is, are you putting in the right things? Right. Is just paying for more people to do more courses free Mm -hmm. the right thing? Is that what education is? Right. Do you see? I do see. Whereas the other side of the coin, the Republican side, in our case, the conservative side, Mm -hmm. sort of says... um, we are not education is less important because those who vote conservative or vote Republican tend to be that little bit more affluent. So they're going to achieve anyway. So, so there's less investment into it, which again puts the, puts the players into a bad position. Yes. But only some of the players. So what, it, it depends on who's in power as to who benefits the most.
0: Why don't we take this time to actually, uh, we should have done this in the beginning, talk about who you are and what you do real quick. Okay. Um, because I think it's pretty important. So, so what's your background?
1: My background is born and grew up in South London,
0: mm-hmm. never
1: lived anywhere else but South London, but my spirit home is California. And, and why not? <laughs> I went to primary school, which was quite happy. I ran into some difficulties at the end of primary school with things that were happening at home. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, it involved abuse from my blood father and it involved him perpetrating his abuse with threats against my mother, mm-hmm. which ended up putting a big boulder on my head right. because I had to really balance any thoughts that I had or actions in relation to what he threatened he would do with my with my siblings. So from a very young age, that was 11 years old that he first raped me, mm-hmm. that I took on the role of carer. yeah, And this is why I have the experience today of recognizing the damage of putting that role on a child at an early age. So how does,
0: is there more? Because I'm really curious to know how those early experiences drive you to become passionate about education. I want to to see the thread there.
1: Right. I want you to imagine something for me, Manny. Imagine a 14-year-old girl, Mm -hmm. so three years on, who's wandering down a corridor at school, because schools, once the lessons are going on, they can be quite quiet. Mm -hmm. All her thoughts are to herself, as she considers everything that's happened in her world, in her life, In her home life, in her school life, she'd started to fail because she'd started falling backwards. Yeah. In her head, there's nothing to live for. Yeah. You know, home life is in a bad position. School life is in a bad position. What on earth is there to live for? Right. Now, education is supposed to be able to operate even for kids who are thinking like that. Okay, it's supposed to put things in place to enable kids with those kind of problems to still operate, still get a good education, still have a chance at life. Unlike this particular 14 year old who felt like there was nothing to live for. The government wasn't providing for for the education that she needed. Nothing was in place. And it was only at that point that she realised that she had to commit suicide. In her eyes, she had to.
0: Right.
1: And yeah. she was caught. She was caught by a teacher as she t- tried to leave school that day. And it was, it was like a rescue for her. You know, it was wasn't like I'm in trouble now. It yeah. was like a real rescue plan was put in place and she was able from there to become an accountant, get to get her exams from the things that the teacher taught her to you know, resilience, commitment, courage, all of those things to talk about it. She was able to get her exams, get to university and become an accountant. But in reality, becoming an accountant was just control. What she really wanted was to help others who were in her position. She'd learned to be a carer at a very young age. yeah. And so that is where she decided to start JG Educate after training to be, become a teacher, getting the experience as a teacher, Knowing the ex- life experience that she had, there you have her sitting here today telling you all about it, about the lives that she's changed just by working with them to build a proper education system.
0: Right. right. So for you, it was... Um, you connected education. I mean, now that you're saying it, I can see how um, education is potentially a, a very solid way out. If you don't like, you know, if what's happening in your life as a kid is awful.
1: It's it, it a solid way out when it's organized correctly. One well, yeah, thing, that we're
0: going to. Yeah, exactly.
1: Both political sides have in common is that they both use the age old model which doesn't actually work anymore right and we're going to get to that okay sorry to
0: that that's okay i get
1: very i get very very passionate about these things
0: right (laughs) and so so i just think it's interesting what we're about to get to for for those of you watching and listening um i unlike most of the people I bring on here, I do know Jackie and I know her story. Um, And you, there are so many ways you can go uh, coming through the school system and, and and as an abused child. Yes. You can go the way I went. (laughs) And then, so, so you might say I went the long way around to get to the, yeah, to where we got to, um, and most people do go the way I went, uh, you, it sounds like, um, you were at a desperate moment, a teacher came in, um, helped you with that moment and, what you saw there was different. I find that interesting. What you saw there was, oh, maybe I could be a teacher and help other, you know, be in the be in the educational experience and possibly help other kids. And I'll I'll fast forward us here a little bit. I I know that um, as you got into the educational system, you you became uh, disenchanted with a lot of what you saw. Right, the results. The way of thinking of the educators, the bureaucracy. Um, talk a little bit about that and and what it was like to to sort of come to grips with that.
1: Right, the teacher that found me to put it into context. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was a feisty little thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was five foot eleven. She was five foot, but she mm-hmm. was a lot more feisty than I could ever be. And she said to me, after she guided me through the system, she said to me, at some point, you need to be a teacher because you know what it feels like to be abused and you know how to care. Okay? Yeah. And that is, it started making sense to me.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, when I went into teaching, what I had was a situation where kids would sort of seek me out. I don't know if they could feel, I, I've always given this hard, not type of teacher role, you know, where <laughs> get on my nerves and I'll be, you know. But I've had many students describe me as camembert. Okay. They say, they say, I'm hard on the outside, but I'm soft on the inside. And that is what we can, what they picked up but what it is is that i look at every child i make a point Mm -hmm. of knowing every child so that if there is a problem there i can sense it yeah yeah my problem with the system as is is that there's a policy there that says you can only fill in a piece of paper with what you think might have happened and pass it on.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. That person who you've passed it on to doesn't need to ask you another damn thing. So you have to hope that, that something will be done. Yeah. I've had situations in schools where I've asked the question afterwards, you know what I reported to you. And before I could get to the end of my sentence, the response has been Jackie, what are you going to do? Take them home yourself. You see, right. and that so frustrates me because when I think about my own situation, it started when I was 11 years old. It started on the day of my interview for secondary school. This guy raped me, and then took me to an interview for secondary school. And it ended when my mum decided to divorce him. And for six of those years, the knowledge was in the school system.
0: What does that mean?
1: That they knew from the time I was 14 about what was happening.
0: Ah. So... So, all of this has made you somewhat of an evangelist for um, needing a new educational kind of model.
1: Rani, when you have a child so young who's experiencing what you've experienced, it's experiencing what I've experienced. That child is too young to take on board the gravity of what they're experiencing. They They don't know at that age what, how, what and how it will affect their world. That's why you get a lot of angry adults because they think just don't say anything. It will soon pass. Yeah. Okay. Whereas we'd have, I believe, we'd have more fulfilled adults and a better world in general if we could put in a foundation of some sort into the education system where kids could be built upwards before we start putting in the three R's mm-hmm. into their life.
0: So... Character, social skills, these kind of things. Is this what we're talking about?
1: The five that I'm developing courses on are character, commitment. Mm -hmm. So character as in your self-esteem has been driven down. Yeah. We need to build you back up. Give you that character and charisma to be a leader. Commitment to yourself and to society courage to be able to stand up and say this happened to me but it is not me right you know all of those things confidence communication Mm -hmm. those five bricks together should build a foundation that any child can step up onto Mm -hmm. and then be ready to say what do i need to learn to do what i want to do Yeah. Okay. Now, those were unfortunately missing for me. Mm -hmm. I was very fortunate to have Miss Carabin, you know, because she, as much as she could, helped me step up where I needed to step up so that I could do the exams that I needed to do. And to a large extent, I'm fortunate in that I'm a tough old boot and You know, <laughs> I don't let things beat me down if if not possible, but that all comes from my experience. Yeah. I could not let my abuser have my life. That's mine. Yeah.
0: So tell me in your view what are the biggest things wrong with the current educational system, educational model? Uh what are the biggest problems you see?
1: The big it it can all be taken down into structure. Okay. Okay. It's like I always say education is a human right.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Right? It's your right to make the best out of your life. Education may be defined as an enlightening experience. Okay. (laughs) That's a dictionary definition that we have there. But little is in the model represents. For example, Sir Ken Robinson's idea that education can bring remarkable results from improbable beginnings. Yeah. You know, that is the model that I, I go by. In the model that is, you take a person from an affluent background. Mm-hmm. You take a, another person from a non-affluent background. You stick them both into a classroom packed full of a mixture of other people, and you teach them to retain what I tell you, mm-hmm. to repeat what I told you, so that you sure. can retain it, yeah. and then to regurgitate it in an exam. Yeah. But at no point are you saying, and after the exam, make sure that you still repeat it. Right. You see, so it mm-hmm. all becomes. It's like a Groundhog Day process, isn't it? That's why kids, it is. Yeah. Kids, kids lose the connection to education and to what it can do for them because they haven't been built up to the point where they can actually say, and now I need to do this.
0: So are you saying that that, for lack of a better word, uh, this 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 part focusing on character and those things, communication, mm-hmm. character, charisma, confidence, w- w- whatever else it was that you said. Um, I I mean I, I I hear you saying that it needs to be in there. I hear you saying that. Hey Manny here. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the importance of growing your own personal brand and your own audience. In this day and age, if you do business on social media or on the internet in general, you need to be focused on your personal brand. And your personal brand is a function of what people say, think, and feel about you behind your back. And that's where we can come in and help you tremendously. So I'd like to invite you to go over to my website, mannywolf.com, where you can either schedule a call with me or my team or you can learn about the ways that we can help you to grow your audience powerfully and quickly. In this day and age, content is absolutely king. And if you don't have a content strategy, you can't expect big results. And what we do is we help you with powerful, powerful content strategies. In short, we can put you everywhere all the time without you doing hardly any work. Sounds kind of cool, right? If you'd like to learn more, head over to MannyWolf.com and either book a call or look into one of the ways that we have already prepared to help you rapidly grow your audience, grow your trust, your authority, your personal brand, and of course, through all of those things, grow your business. All right, now back to the show. One of the problems, as you see it with the current model, is that it isn't in there. It's standardized. Right. No, I know it's standardized, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get to, you know, like, I know that it's standardized. I think we're, I assume that we're all sort of um, aware of the watered down impact of the learning to the test sort of approach. Mm -hmm. So do I have it right then that you'd like that, that what you feel is missing is, um, what I'm going to generally call character that includes all those other Cs that you mentioned, yes. and and how do we besides in, besides teaching those soft skills uh, and and those uh, sort of intangible skills, how else do we change the system so that we're not just learning to the test?
1: We have to change the system so that the system replicates what's happening in the world.
0: Ah, okay. now we're getting somewhere.
1: <laughs> if the system doesn't replicate what happens in the world, what are you telling these kids? You're yeah. telling them, actually, you have to do this until you're 16. Look at how quickly you taught me the benefits of butter in coffee.
0: Yes, that's true. You see,
1: you <laughs> taught me, if you put butter in coffee, your brain works better. Mm-hmm. I tested it, I saw, I conquered. Mm-hmm. I now have butter in my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, say- <laughs> we're saying to these kids in the current system, yeah. you learn the subjects that we're offering you. We're not mm-hmm. offering you, you know, you might say, I want to learn food technology. We don't do that at this school. Right. But what we do do is geography. Right. <laughs> you know, and this child is going, how's that going to help my life? So.
0: Is it just that that it's too narrow to, to do this, learn to the test kind of idea? Um, I know I always felt, let's see if I can even articulate what I felt while being in school. Um, there's that great story that I think is sometimes attributed to, is it Ben Franklin? Uh, the story about all the animals that go to animal school, and you know the squirrels did great at tree climbing but you know but the ducks bombed out and and all that and that's very much how i felt i um it, it's really weird even looking back as a kid it's like i knew i wasn't stupid
1: mm-hmm.
0: i knew i wasn't stupid and yet the school system repeatedly told me that's all it told me even in fact During the seventh, eighth, and ninth grades, when I was not only straight A's, but I was in advanced classes. And in the ninth grade, things just sort of, it was like, it was like my plane got shot out of the air. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
0: With the advent of uh, puberty having been there for about a year already, uh, lots of uh, marijuana, girls to chase after, just all these distractions, right? That are very real for a recently post pubescent kid. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I mean, it just went, it just, it, <laughs> that wonderful sort of like, Oh, you're in advanced classes. You're doing great. Uh, just slipped through my fingers. But even during those classes, because I of little things like I could get the right answers, but it was hard to show my work in math, things like that. I was treated, reflected back, in many cases, told that I wasn't smart, and so maybe a good thing to talk about is is uh, what what does JG Educate do differently? I'm, I really want to just get to like I don't know that anyone on this on this this interview is going to be surprised or, or it's going to be a revelation to them that the school system, the educational system, is is broken. But but what do we what do we do to fix it?
1: Right. First of all, we have our foundation course, which is the five C bricks. Okay. okay? so that our students actually know why they're there. Mm -hmm. We're online to develop that independence of thought, because you actually have to open the computer and you have to log on.
0: Yeah.
1: You you know, it's not going to happen otherwise. It's not. Such that you have to go to school and you have to do things in a way that you can't. I've had, for example, the best speakers that I've taught have been dyslexic, mm-hmm. you know, and have therefore not achieved the grades that they should be getting in their exams because they can't art- articulate it on paper. Yeah. Do you see, I've fought high and low for these kids to be able to be diagnosed so that they can be verbally assessed, right? Because just Mm -hmm. because they can't write it down doesn't mean they don't know. Right. And it has its difficulties along with it, but just because it's difficult doesn't mean it's not worth it. What we're about is making education more equal for everybody. So you can have your aspiration Mm -hmm. and we will help you. I call myself an education strategist Mm -hmm. because I work out the way forward to achieve that goal through, at the moment, through the system that we have. Mm -hmm. But ultimately it will be through using some of our, our methods. Yeah. In which we, in which we work to empower the student more than anything else, not just to blindly say to them, "Right, you've had an, you've got a high school education." What on earth is a high school education? Right. You see, uh, the majority of kids in high school, in, by by the end of high school, they're like, "I just want to get out." Yeah. And that is not the right way to start in the within the world. Yeah. to stop things that have happened to stop things that have stopped them thinking and to make the world a better place hence we are there to serve and to try to make changes yeah so
0: let's go deeper into into what that looks like what are you how far can you go within the within the um the approach to, to education and the approach to actually taking the students. What am I trying to say here? Um, I want to know, I want to know. It sounds like you're saying that JG educate is very much takes each student where they are. And it sounds like there is um, sort of a, a meeting them at their learning style meeting them at their uh emotional level all of these things right is that in fact what you're doing
1: that approach is exactly what we do okay because we it is one of the biggest ethos of the company yeah that exactly what you said squirrels are good at climbing trees right okay People have their strengths and should therefore be able to have their aspirations and play to their strengths to be able to achieve their aspirations. Mm -hmm. In order to do that, we work with kids on a very individual level,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: keeping the conversations going as we're going along to make sure that they know what they're trying to achieve and stay positive in, you know, see the positives in what they're doing. Walking towards the light, I'm not saying for a minute that every day will be light. It wasn't sure, of It wasn't for me, even after me in Miss Carabin in the corridors. It still didn't make everything right for me from there until A levels. It never happened that quickly. Right. I would say it's in the last five years, possibly. Mm-hmm. that finally things came to light. Yeah, it's
0: funny how that is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But we need to be able to give that opportunity to kids so that they have what they need to be able to build this life, not just have what is given.
0: We're back to uh, the difference between studying for the test and actually learning life skills,
1: right? Learn life skills. If you're you're a testy type of person, Mm -hmm. then by all means – tests can be included in there sure but if you're not good at tests we don't want a qualification available to you which is actually not seen as equal to those who do the tests yeah at the moment we've got in the uk vocational qualifications called BTECs. okay and when a student takes a BTEC. You tend to get sniggers from other students, going, "I take the Tech, you know, because <laughs> it hasn't got as many exams. Uh-huh. But I usually quieten those those who are laughing by telling them that the ones who don't do exams actually work a darn sight harder than the ones who do do exams. Yeah. You know, remember your conversation with Rob Garcia. Yes. Right, where he said he's a PhD, but he's the dumbest PhD. He's the
0: dumbest PhD in the world, yeah,
1: yeah. Right. <laughs> I, could, I understood what he said. I laughed because I can do exams. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> you know? Right.
1: I might, might not necessarily retain anything, you
0: know? Yeah, no, I, I totally get it, yeah.
1: But I can do exams. What does that if if we have a school system that judges people on the ability to do exams, of course, some are going to do well in the exams, others are not going right. to right. should the others who don't go on to say well, i I didn't do well in school, so I'm not doing anything
0: right so how do you take someone who is smart but not um good at exams through uh, an educational process? what is what is the um What is the grading and the the benchmarks? What do those things look like? How do we we know? Because this would have really helped me all those years ago.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What we do, first of all, is determine between the student and their parents, because it has to be a partnership between Mm. the students, the parents, and us to make the plan going forward. Yeah. Do you necessarily need to stick in the milestones that are in this 150-year-old process. Uh. (laughs) If they do want to, then we design a system which replicates the school system, but it always comes with a little caveat, and that is, you know, it it might work for you in future life. It might not. I don't like to do that. I like to be able to give guarantees. So I yeah, like to, sure of course. So, so if you're smart and you don't do well in exams, I would recommend a B Tech.
0: Mm-hmm. What's right. a B Tech? What's the equivalent of a B Tech here in the in the states?
1: Well, we go. You you say high school diploma. Okay, that is GCSE. What, okay, what is the one you do? After year after grade twelve,
0: we then go to uh, if you sort of the, the according to Hoyle way you'd go off to college or junior college depending on uh, a combination of your grades and your financial resources. Right. So with us,
1: at we after year twelve we have year thirteen in which mm. you do A levels.
0: Okay, you rat bastards! Another year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and believe me, you okay. have a lot of Year Twelves thinking exactly like that. Yeah, you do, because
0: <laughs> that's how the Year Elevens feel over here. <laughs> like,
1: oh. <laughs> and it, it's that what I want to take out of it. You know, mm-hmm. I want the because my I've often been a sixth form teach tutor when I was in the school system, okay. and that is. Year 12s and year 13s. Mm-hmm. And they used to get really irritated with me when I'd come in and say, It's exciting, just look at all your world in front of you, and oh my God. And they'd yeah. be like, Calm down, miss. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm about they to start. They can't see it. <laughs> I, they can't see it, but I'd love they them to because it. it's all there for them to design. Yeah. But if they go into it without the right mindset,
0: yeah,
1: without that foundation, how are they supposed to access it?
0: Right. Yeah, I, I it, this topic brings up so much for me. I mean, I had to go in in the 11th grade and literally make a pitch, a presentation to my principal about why I wasn't coming back for any more of the 11th grade, much less the 12th grade. You know, I literally had to pitch him on why I was done. And it's just, it's so surreal to look back on that. And I, I, you know, the school system failed me profoundly. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It failed me profoundly. I don't know how anybody, any educator could look at me and not see that I was creative you know, and there was, and, and, you know, I came from, uh, I went to school in, in, uh, more poor areas. We, mm-hmm. we, we didn't have a lot of money. Uh, the schools that I went to were, you know, they didn't have good reputations, stuff like that. But I mean, there was just no clear path. Mm-hmm. And so are you saying that when a new student comes in, the first thing that you, that JG educate you, you does is you have a, uh, a round table with the parents and the student absolutely okay and is that where you assess what you think the learning style is or do you talk about just like like uh, um, kind of different potential strategies is there a point there where you assess the learning style um, and 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 sort
1: of set them on a on a path based on that right. what what we have is a talk a couple of steps in the process the first step would be to book the free consultation that is me and the parent right right in which i'll ask questions about the child what their difficulties are if you know what the parent's ideal is what the child wants to do etc yeah i'll then ask them to have another call with me with the child on okay which is especially in these times in quarantine times it's on Zoom, so everybody yeah. can see each other. It's a full and frank discussion. Because yeah. if we're not all pulling in the same direction, right, we have a problem. Yeah. And together we make a plan. I'll make suggestions and we'll see how well it fits. Yeah. Because I've had several students before come and say to me, I don't want to do any more exams, you know, but my yeah. mom yeah. or my dad doesn't want me to do BTECs. And it's about bragging rights with parents. You know, the system's been around so long. Very much, yeah. They want want to be able to, but you know, what I try and explain to the parent is that it doesn't matter about bragging rights. What matters is that your child is happy enough to go all the way with this qualification and not feel like a quitter if they have to give up halfway through, not feel like a dropout, not feel like, you know, just to feel like they're building something successfully. Yeah. You know, it's important also. In, sorry, I've got, am I going on too much? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get I so.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I do too. I do too. Um, it, it's a very jugular topic for me
1: in these times many people like you and i heard coronavirus lockdown and went yeah. you know yeah. but that's about all the attention that yeah. it, it gave our life what, what it meant was we had to pivot slightly yeah. and take yeah. a different route mm-hmm. okay it's a very serious virus i'm not taking away anything from it it's caused you know, death, it's caused destruction, it's caused economic destruction. Parents nowadays need to realize that economic destruction will come easier as time goes by, right? This virus has actually shown how easy it is to cause economic destruction.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: Right. So why wouldn't you want your child to go through this process in which they build themselves up to that point that us as entrepreneurs have where the system can change.
0: And, and you're still intact.
1: And you're still standing. Do you see?
0: I do. So, so now one of the things that we're talking about, are you saying that there's something inherent in the school system that turns people into employees?
1: That's exactly what it is.
0: It feels like that to me, too. It feels like it's meant to train you for a nine
1: to five. If you look in the dictionary, Manny, and I wrote this down, (laughs) (laughs)
0: let's let's do it. I
1: I, I write things down when they get on my nerves a little bit. (laughs) the, The definition, the dictionary definition of education, is the act or process of imparting or acquiring general knowledge. Yeah developing the powers of reasoning and judgment and generally preparing oneself for a job.
0: See, here's why that kills me. This is, this is why that is so, such a bitter pill for me because the word education is derived from the word educe. Educe means to draw out from within. Mm. And that is, unless you fit a very narrow mold as a student, it's all but gone Yes. In in our educational system, it's certainly, uh, you know, mostly gone. And uh, I gather that in the UK educational system, it's the same thing. It's we're not there's no focus on drawing out from within anymore.
1: The process is on spoon feeding you, you know, saying, right, in order to pass this exam, you need to make sure your answer includes that, that, and that. Now write it on the card, repeat it every day. Remember to write it when you recognize that question in the exam. That is not drawing anything out of anybody.
0: Right, right, yeah, exactly. So not only does not only, not only has the damn definition flipped around, <laughs> but now it says right in the definition that education is pr- to prepare you for a job. Um, ah, so,
1: yeah, it's about getting, a, getting something that will help you get a job. Now, I, yeah. I tried my first job was an accountant mm-hmm. and I liked it because it was controlled. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. However, I hated it every day was, a, you know, because <laughs> it didn't challenge me. Yeah, it didn't. I wasn't contributing to the world. Yeah. And I did it for 15 years. (laughs) And then I woke up one morning and said, you know what, you know, and I know, Jacqueline, (laughs) that you should be doing something else. You should be teaching. You should be contributing to the world. And even when I got into teaching, I, I'm I'm still very much the girl who co- colours over the lines. If yeah. the lines don't work for me, those lines are going. Yeah. Right. It is becoming clear to everybody that the system doesn't work. So why on earth are we still putting our children into the system?
0: Right. right. Yeah. When it overlooks so much of their self, their being. Um. What kind, of, what kind of results are you seeing with the kids that, are, that you're getting to work with in, in, through JG Educate?
1: Oh, my, my kids make me proud. Definitely. I'm like... The, I, hoped, you, I mo- hoped you'd say that. <laughs> I'm like a mother of about 532,000 kids. You know, yeah. the amount that I've gone through in my life. They always... Right. And I give that as a guarantee. And anyone can waggle this in front of my face in the future. They always get what they want mm-hmm. because I keep as close an eye on every single student that passes through myself or my tutors. Or anybody in my team, there's none of this passing a of p- paper over there's. They get my attention. I know them. I know what they want. I know if they're falling down. I know if I need to go and grab them by the scruff of their neck. Yeah. But we've had, we've never had a university application turned down. All of my kids have been to university. One got, she got a first class, but she was very upset because she didn't get good A levels, right? And she thought she didn't get good A levels because she got three Bs and no As, mm. <laughs> you know? So... <laughs> We're, we're very, our, our 11 plus exams, we've always got a 100% success rate, because we, wow. our kids know that we care about them. Mm-hmm. There is no doubt in their minds. You know, the parents, I've even had a parent recently that said, come on now, don't you think you should charge a bit more? <laughs> you know, you've, you're always there for us. And my response was, "Your family. Yeah. You know, I care yeah. about every one of them. So yeah. results will never suffer if That's you come to us, if you come to us prepare, because you're not you you can't walk out and fail. Not not on my watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: I want to thank you for for coming on today and and sharing all of this, and and helping me to process some of that old old frustration as well. Um yeah thank you
1: thank you for allowing me because
0: yeah, you're very welcome
1: it, it's it's a long road that is still to be walked, but for if sure. we want if we want changes in the world, we have to make that change happen
0: We do right yeah it's the only and way it happens
1: I would love to see more kids like you like me like the all, everybody who's been in the quarantine mm-hmm. all stars line up who's actually prepared to put themselves out there to yeah. serve and to make things happen can you imagine how the world would change yeah it's- yeah
0: and that's the only way it can change it's the it- only way it can we we can see i don't want to go too far into a whole different topic but we can see that our governing bodies are 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 never going to make any any significant change i think
1: Sorry, should, should I tell you, it was in the papers today. Do you know how long it took for the decision in the UK Parliament to shut the schools down? How long? Nine minutes.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> okay. Right. So that yeah. is how important education is at the moment.
0: Right. right. And, and how long does it take them to make any decisions that are moving that society forward if they even do. <laughs> I yeah. can't imagine. Right. You know, Wait, it, it, point it, made.
1: <laughs> it will be one of those that passes from lesson to lesson. You yeah. know, it, it's just not going to happen. We we need to take control. I'm happy to take control. I, I, I love every new child, no matter how difficult they think they are. I've I know that there. about
0: you, actually. I know that about you. Um, and I think that... I would go so far as to say anyone who interacts with you it's one of the first things you can you can tell about you. So um thank you so much Jackie. You're welcome. I absolutely adore you as you know. You are one of my favorite people and uh, I I'm so glad you came on today. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Bye bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Manny Wolf Show. If you know someone that you'd love to have me interview, please go to my website at MannyWolf.com. That's M-A-N-N-Y-W-O-L-F-E.com and submit them as a potential guest. We love to bring guests on that our audience wants to hear from. So please help us to find the best guests for you by going to MannyWolf.com submitting anyone that you have in mind to be a great guest, including yourself. And if you'd like to know more about me and what I do, please come over to Facebook and join my group, simply called the Manny Wolf Group. If you'd like to get more into my world where we have all kinds of tips, trainings, valuable stuff for you to help you get better at growing your brand and your audience, please come and join the Manny Wolf Group on Facebook. Until our next episode, I'll see ya.